real quick verse, very, very popular verse, starting the sermon series, there's going to be some different titles, but the same sermon series, and this is the sermon series that is entitled, The God of Another Chance, The God the God of another chance. And I don't know about you, but I'm just excited that I serve a God of another chance. And I'm glad that I don't serve a God of a second chance because I ran out of my second chance a long time ago. Amen. I, I ran out of my second chance the same day that I got the first chance. Amen. So I don't know about any of you. I know some of you might have come out the womb speaking in tongues, but I bless the Lord because every now and then I need another chance. Amen. Amen. Let's just give God a praise because he, he does not keep score. Could you imagine if God kept score? The credit would be so bad. The credit would be so bad if God kept score. So I want to speak to you from a sermon. Some of you might remember this, but I want to, the Lord put it on my heart to have a relaxation day. And he said, and this is the word that I want you to give them back because uh, we need to know. Amen. So I just trust God in this process and as we go forward. And the Bible reads uh, in, uh, I believe it is, I believe it is, uh, uh, Psalms, Psalms 27, 37, Psalms 37, I believe. And it's the verse, first verse, Psalms 34, the first verse. And it says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise, his praise shall continually continually be in my mouth. May God add a blessing to the hearers, the readers, but most of all, the doers of his word. Amen. All right. You may be seated in the presence of a holy and divine God. When I begin to do the sermon prep for the first installment of this series, which you will have next week, the Lord literally said you have to learn to operate within the climate of your church. You have to be able to feel where everyone is and make sure that aid, you leave them with aid, you leave them with hope. And many times in life we can find ourselves in some of the craziest situations trying to figure out trying to figure out how did I how did I get here I believe one of the worst feelings in the world is to experience hell on every side and know deep down on the inside that you don't deserve it it's in these moments that it can become harder to praise God's name it can become harder to offer him any type of a worship or to make sure that he gets the glory what am I glorifying God for when I feel like I'm losing my mind? Why would I bless a God that seems like he has stopped blessing me? At first, I just looked to unbelievers like I was crazy because I was repping a Jesus in some of the worst times of my life. But now that I'm battered and bruised and lightweight, incoherent, I'm starting to question even my own sanity. Anybody ever been there? Anybody ever just thought you was crazy because you're still serving a God that doesn't look like or seem like he's paying you any attention? Why am I still holding on 
when it feels like nobody's holding on to me. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe I've done too much in my past to qualify for the grace and mercy now. It is in these times that the enemy tries to push you into asking, where is this God that you serve? This psalm, like so many others, is rooted in a historical occasion. The historical context of this chapter can be found in 1 Samuel chapters 21 and 22. It is there that we find David who has changed his behavior before Amalek uh, as he's on the run from King Saul. King Saul has a problem with David, if you remember. David, uh, uh, he's got a problem on how he's being elevated by God. That's why you've, you've got to be careful and watch out for who's covering you. Because even though they're supposed to be having your back, some will, some will be hating your guts when they see how God is moving in your life. I don't, I don't, mind, I don't mind God blessing you, but don't, don't be blessed better than me. You've got to watch out for this so-called coverings. And I realized that, 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 that I, I can't, even myself had to realize I couldn't be covered by someone who was going to be jealous of me all because of all the ground that God has me covering. Even as a pastor, I realize that some of you in here and your ministries one day will exceed me. Some of you will accomplish what I couldn't even, and, and, and it's even in those times that my job is to love you and cover you, not hate on you and be jealous of you. Saul is offended with David because some women were singing songs and, uh, and the lyrics seemed to give more props to David than to Saul. Got to be careful about people who sing for the crowd and not for the Lord. Got to be careful about people who play for the crowd and not for the Lord. Got to be careful of those jokers that preach for the amen and not to see souls saved. You got to be careful. That the people that you connect yourself to spiritually are spiritual. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Saul is offended because of a song. And in the song they sang, they said, well, David has killed ten thousands and Saul has killed his thousands. So Saul catches issues with that saying. What's and, and, and we find Saul saying, what is left for David to have but my kingdom? Please understand that Saul had come out uh, uh, of the will of God some time ago. So Saul was really not thinking straight and he couldn't see things clearly because had he been able to see things clearly, he would have seen that David loved him so. He would have seen that David loved him so. You, you ever try to love someone from your pure heart? But because uh, they mess, uh, because of the mess that they've been through, they can't love you back properly. Lord, have mercy. And, and, no, and no matter how long or no, how hard you try to be a blessing to them, all they can seem to do is curse you. And it's not because you said something and it's not because you've done something. They hate you simply on the strength that you decided to do things a different way. You've decided to operate in the things of God and, and they've decided to operate in the things of them. Be careful about people who have an issue with you because you want to be saved for real. David is on the run from Saul, and it's at this particular time David pins, I will bless the Lord at all times. 
He's chilling in a cave in Gath. And that struck me odd because though David was settling here temporarily, Gath is where Goliath is from. <laughs> and, and that blew me away. Uh, that blew my mind because he's running for safety, but he's headed in the enemy's direction. He's running for safety, but he's running for safety headed to the enemy's camp. Lord, have mercy. How do you find safety amongst your enemies? The Bible tells us that he'll make your enemies your footstool, but not your refuge. And, and, and so David goes to Gath, and it's, and it's the servants of the king that remember David. Ain't you the one that the women sung the song about? Ain't you the one that slain ten thousands? And the Bible tells us that David, this mighty man of God, David, got, he got scared. So, so when they brought him to their king, David began to act crazy. In fact, the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse number 12, that he was afraid of, well, he was afraid of King Achish, and, uh, who was the king of Gath. And, 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 and number, verse number 13, it says that he changed his behavior and began to act crazy. He's afraid, and his fear has him acting crazy. And, and I just want to stop right there for a moment and tell you that just because they act crazy don't mean that they really are. And, and you got to watch people who claim that they don't know why they did what they did and they don't know why they said what they said. I, I, I really didn't mean nothing by it. The devil is a lie. But folk, folk be trying to play dumb when they know exactly what they're doing. You, you, you got to have that confidence deep down on the inside of you that when you know that people are playing games with you, when you know that people ain't right, when you know that people are, have been busted and they're trying to lie their way out of it, you got to check them at the door because if you don't check them at that very moment, they will do it. They'll do it again. Can I, let you under, can, I, can I let you in on a little secret? If they don't love you, they don't love you. If they are not with you, then they are against you. And you got to stop being so thirsty and desperate and needy to have people around you that you decide, I'll take anybody, even if they don't love me. You got to learn how to sit alone sometime. You got to learn how, you got to learn that it's okay to be by yourself sometime. You, you, you got to learn that, and, and, and once you begin to understand that, that you can have a group of people with you and still be by yourself if they don't care nothing about you, and you can't be wary about being with somebody. You've got to let them know. You got to be able to look them in the face and tell them, demon, I see what you're up to. But you must not have got the notice. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Lord, have mercy. And every tongue that rises up against me, the Bible tells me they're going to get dealt with. I, 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 don't, I don't know about you, but I don't need another faker in my life. Anybody hear me in here? I, I don't need another pretender in my life. I, I don't need another friend of me in my life. Lord, I'm asking you today, keep these fakers away from me. I, I got too much going on to be wondering who you are for real. I got too much going on in my life to be trying to figure out, are we really cool and, and what are you up to for real? Y'all ain't hearing me up in here. Go find somebody else to play with. I've got destiny on my life. Go be miserable with, with folks that like being miserable. I've got a vision to tend to. I don't even want to play like we friends no more. Keep your conversation because for this next level of my life, the ones that's going to be rolling with me is the ones that's real with me. 
You ain't got to delete me. I dare you go ahead and declare it. You ain't got to delete me. In fact, lose my number. Lord, I need you to keep these fakers away from me. David is. He's scared. <laughs> David is scared. And he's acting. He's acting crazy. And I come to tell somebody that fear will have you faking it. Can I say that again? Fear will have you faking it. Lord, have mercy. Oh, God. And, and, and that's, why, that's why they faking it, when, faking it with you because for real, for real, it's fear that's in their heart and it's the fact that they fear you. Some of you think that they don't like you. It's not that they don't like you. Well, they don't like you. And the reason why they don't like you is for some reason that they fear you. And it's not that they fear you. They fear what's on the inside of you. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and talk to some of you single people in here right now? Lord, have mercy. Uh, and the Lord told me there's about three of you in here right now that's trying to work it out with something that can't be worked out with. Watch this, and it ain't going to never work. It ain't going to never be cool. It ain't going to never be the way you want it to be because watch this. They see something down on the inside of you. Lord, have mercy. Y'all don't hear me in here. They see something on the inside of you that's going to make them, that's going to call them to excellence, that's going to call them to greatness, that's going to call them to be better than they've ever been before. And can I just tell you that you'll never get anywhere in a relationship with a lazy person. <laughs> you got to be careful about being down with lazy people because laziness is contagious. And I'm always fearful to be around people who don't want nothing. Lord, have mercy. David's acting crazy because he's afraid. But I also want to say that David understood. He also understood the customs of his day. He knew that they wouldn't kill or lock up somebody that they thought was crazy. So, so out of fear, he begins to act. This same David, uh, seven chapters before, was saying, the Lord is my life, and whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. It was David who said, in the times of trouble, he shall hide me in the pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle. And now this David, seven chapters later, is acting like he done lost his mind because he's scared. I believe, I believe Paul told Timothy uh, 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 that God didn't give us a spirit of fear but, a, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so anytime that you find yourself walking in fear, you find yourself walking contrary to God. And, and you got to get yourself together and get yourself together quick and remember that if God be for you, then who can be against you? It's a handful of you in here right now that's walking around in fear and fear make you hate yourself. God, I'm talking in here. Fear will make you hate yourself. You know you should be somewhere greater. You know that God has more for you. You know that you are destined to be uh, more than what it is that you're going through. But on the strength that you are scared, you don't, you don't get to see, you don't get to take part of what it is that God has for you. And so you're living this mediocre life. You're living this life that brings you no happiness. You're living a life with no hope all because you're scared. And anytime you find an angry person, you're usually going to find a scared person. Lord, have mercy. David, he gets away from the king of Gath and he flees to a cave. <laughs> Let me back up for a minute and work the text. It's in front of his enemies that he degrades himself. Lord, I'm talking in here. He begins to drool into his beard and, and look real pitiful. And I come to tell somebody in here that fear will have you disrespecting yourself. 
Lord, have mercy. Fear will have you doing things that you never would have done. You, you understand? You ever done something that, that, that you look back on now and it's hard for you to even keep your face in the mirror as you think about that thought about what you've done and the only reason why you've done it was because you were scared? Can I tell some people in here, some of your most negative, aggressive moments was not because you have a temper that can't be harnessed. It was because you had a fear to shoot through your mind and you've done some things physically wrong that you never would have done had not you been afraid of what you thought might happen if you don't do this now. God, I'm talking in here. You hear me? And anytime that you do something that you know is not of you, anytime that you do something that you know that is not of you, you have to check yourself and ask yourself, what am I so fearful that I'm operating in a way that is not of me because I know whose I am? Can I just go ahead and say this? That anytime that you have a clear understanding of who you are and you begin to operate outside of that clear understanding of who you are, you need to check each and everything around you because something is connected to you that does not belong there and has you operating in a manner that is not of how God designed you. Lord, have mercy. Fear will have you disrespecting yourself, and that's why some folk have connected themselves to dead-end relationships because we're scared that God won't keep his word. And his word said that he would withhold no good thing from those that walk uprightly. And some of you are waiting for those good things. And you're questioning if God is real and you're questioning if God has just forgotten about you. But the question that you should really be asking is, am I walking? He said he would withhold no good things from those that walk uprightly. The question, not is, the question is not if God is real. The question is not, is, is the word true? The question is, am I walking uprightly? But because you've, you know, some of you have been going to church for six months now and watched a couple of the Bible studies on, on the page, you feel like God should have moved by now. And now you're getting scared that God won't keep his word. And when you're scared that God won't keep his word, that lets me know that you don't know God. Because if you knew God, then you know that he always keeps his word. And that's what people are missing. In order to tap into his divine nature, you first have to be in relationship with him. You can never get the divine things of God until you are first in relationship with him. And since, and since you don't relationship with him, you don't get what he's got destined for you. Instead, you've got the best that you can come up with. You get the best man that your skirt can attract. You get the best woman that your rap can produce. You get the best bank account, uh, bank account that your job can add to and have the nerve to get upset because people, because you are still, and people got the nerve to be upset with you because they are still operating in the natural and they flown, oh God, and because they are still operating in the natural, they just done made it here, but they have watched you flowing and what they think is in the natural they done called you stupid they done called you silly because you in church and you tithing and, and, and you doing the things of the Lord they done called you silly but you done blew up and now the person that should be happy on the strength that you blew up got an issue with you but they don't understand that you was operating in the supernatural because all you was doing was believing all you was doing was what the word told you to all you was doing was being obedience because we understand that obedience is better than sacrifice and the Lord sat down and put his 
super on your natural and as a consequence of his super on your natural yep some of you in here have got things that you never would have had before some of you are doing things that some of the people in your family will never be able to do some of you been to college and you're the only one to go to college in your family because God put his super on your natural and you are doing things that are that can't be understood in the natural you got to be careful of the haters that you refuse to let loose of. He puts a super on your natural, producing a supernatural flow of events that outshines they natural on our worst day. You know, you know what happened? You want to know what happened to David? You want to know what happened to David in those seven chapters? He began to get weary. He began to, David began to need some rest. You ever get weary? You ever work to the point to where you have no more strength? The enemy wants you, he wants you to work until you have no more strength because when you have no more strength, you become vulnerable. What happened to this mighty man of valor? What happened to this mighty Man of God, he, he, got, he got weary and began to need some rest. And you know how it is when you get tired, your vision can become impaired. Oh, Lord, y'all missed that. You get tired and your vision can become impaired, and, and all of a sudden David's issues begin to be bigger than what they really was. Anybody ever deal with that? When you get tired, it looks worse than what it really is. And you begin to operate in a way that you don't need to operate, but you thought you did because you saw it. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Through weary eyes. Because anytime that you can say with confidence, watch this, I'm in a relationship for real with God, then you will always remember that greater is he that is in you than anything that's coming up against you. Watch this, I can be weary, but if I'm in real relationship with God, I don't get wearied. Can I say that again? I can be weary, but because I'm in real relationship with God, I don't get wearied. If you remember about a year and a half, two years ago, you saw me wearied. You see me down here begging for y'all to do the right thing every Sunday. I was weary. I was vulnerable. I was tired but now you know every now and then I jump on the page and say you need to do what you need to do so that we can be the best we we can be and you know why I don't get weary no more watch this because I'm not weary anymore when you are Lord have mercy when you when you are weary you begin to weary and anytime that you begin to weary you need to stop chill fall back throw your feet up have a glass of sweet tea and tell them hey for God I live and for God I die and if he be for me it ain't nothing that's going to be able to come against me I dare you I dare you trust God. If there's anybody that believes that today, I dare you give God a hand clap of praise. When I'm in a real relationship with God, I'm not worried about what it is that's coming up against me. You will remember that a thousand, when you're in right relationship with God, you will remember that a thousand shall fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but, but it shall not come near you. 
Oh, Lord, how mercy. When, 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 you're in, when you're confident, you make it to church during COVID because you ain't tripping about what happened across town and you ain't tripping about what happened out of town and you ain't, ha you ain't tripping about what happened three churches down the street. You understand what I'm saying to you because I can stand here right now confidently declare and ain't worried about it happened next week that we done had church, Lord, how mercy, probably about a month after the, the pandemic hit and we ain't had an outbreak in this church yet. But I remember somewhere in the Lord, I remember somewhere in the word where the word said, the Lord said, that no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling. We done had people to have it, but the church didn't have an outbreak. That ain't nobody in here can say I got it in from the church because God kept his word. No plague has come. I can sit comfortably in the midst of the pandemic and say, I ain't worried about that because I'm confident in the word. I ain't about to be weary, which is going to cause me to worry. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing because I believe God's word and I believe that he is faithful and I know, I know he's able. Lord, have mercy. Every now and then, every now and then, you just got to remember whose you are. He fakes them out. David fakes them out. I'm almost done. And he's in the cave of Adullam. And in this cave is located very close to where he killed Goliath. See, every now and then, I had to learn this, every now and then, Lord have mercy, y'all don't hear me, uh, you have to go back to the place of your first victory, even if it's just a cave, even if it's in enemy territory, y'all ain't hearing me, it's in the cave is where you'll, oh God, it's in the cave that you will remember all the things that God's done before. The cave, watch this, it don't have no distractions. You can steal away in the cave. You can reflect reminisce and remember in the cave it's in a place where you can clearly hear God anybody know what I'm talking about any of you ever been in the cave before when hell was breaking loose all around you and you couldn't seem to find peace nowhere and the people that you love didn't have a word for you in fact the people that you love was making things harder for you and you couldn't and watch this and you couldn't get no peace till you got to yourself every now and then God's gonna send you to the cave every now and then God God will send you to the chamber. Every now and then, God will isolate you from people uh, so that he can deal with you one-on-one, -on -one, uh, so that he can remind you. Uh, do you remember three years ago uh, when they said you have cancer and now you don't got cancer no more? Uh, do you remember when you was about to get kicked out of your house uh, and you didn't have a way to pay your rent? Uh, you didn't have a way to pay your mortgage. Uh, but three years later, uh, you are still right there in that house that you thought, do you remember when uh, your kids was crazy uh, and acting like they didn't have no home training but right now your kids are listening to you right now your kids are back in the bosom of your chest do you remember that it was crazy before and I saved you then and I save you now every now and then you got to get back to the cave Lord have mercy it's a place where you can hear God clearly it's, 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 it was in the cave that David had to check himself. He had just got away 
uh, from, from being killed. He had, just, he had just got away from some people that he knew should have took his head off. And it's in the cave that he begins to check himself. It's, it's in the cave where he begins to get his head together, looked at the situation, and decided, you know what? I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Even though the money's funny, I'm going to bless the Lord. Even though the marriage is on the rocks, I'm still going to bless the Lord. Even though I've got hell on every side, I'm still going to bless the Lord. Sometimes you just got to make up your mind, regardless to how you feel, regardless to what's going on, regardless to the people around you, I'm going to bless the Lord. You can laugh at me if you want to, but I'm going to bless the Lord. You can talk about me if that's what you're going to do, but I'm going to bless the Lord. When it looked like I don't got no reason to bless him at all, I'm going to bless the Lord. With sickness in my body, bank account ain't on the red, ain't got nothing to brag about, but he woke me up. If I don't brag about nothing else, I can brag about his mercies are brand new every day. And I woke up this morning, so I got another chance at it. I woke up this morning, so the enemy still ain't won, and it still might be crazy, but I'm still here. It still might hurt my soul, but I'm still here. I might be crawling, not able to walk, but I'm crawling right here. I will bless the Lord. I'm going to bless him. He'd been too good not to bless. He'd been too good not to bless. He'd been too faithful not to bless. He kept me too many times for me not to bless him. I'm going to bless the Lord and his praise. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I ain't got time to cuss you out because I got a praise on my lips. I ain't got a time to be talking silly with you. I got a praise on my lips. It don't matter what you say to me because what's deep down on the inside of me gonna bring him the glory. I got that doxa thing going on. I got that doxa glory. I got that thing down so deep on the inside that everything that comes out of my mouth begins to give God glory. So when I should have hit you in your mouth. I'm giving you a helping hand when I should have cussed you out. I'm laying hands and praying with you when I had the legal right to take things into my own hands. I stayed saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And this docks of glory is dispersing all amongst you. And the me you remember is not the me you see no more. The me you remember, he's dead and gone. So the me that you see is not actually me but the Christ Jesus working down on the inside of me and I don't know about nobody else in here today but I come to bless his name I don't know what you come to do but I come to give him a shout I come to clap my hands I come to stomp I dare somebody say even though I understand he's the God of another chance. Even though it don't look good. Even though my body is tired. Even though I don't seem to be making it. Even though they done left me for dead. Even though I don't understand. I ain't got to understand. I just got to remember who he is. I ain't got to see it working out. Faith tell me it's working out on my behalf. Even though I will. I will bless the Lord. 
even though even though I don't understand how this is happening again I'm going to bless him when, when, when I well, when, what used to break me down now I'm going to shout my way through when I when I know I don't deserve what it is that I'm going through I ain't going to worry about what I deserve I'm just going to remember who he is and he's the God he's the God of another chance I, I let my flesh pick the first mate but because he's a God of another chance my flesh won't pick the second one y'all don't hear me in here Y'all don't hear me in here. I, I let my flesh pick my first job. But because he's the God of another chance, my flesh won't pick the second one. I, I, I let my flesh speak when my feelings got hurt. But because he's the God of another chance, when you hear me, you will hear God. Despite what it is that you've done to me, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually I ain't got no time to complain I got too much praise in my mouth I, 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 I wanted to tell you how I really felt about you but I ain't got nothing in there but praise for God and you understand what I'm saying to you I, I, I wanted to tell you how I really felt about you but Everything that was about to come out didn't make no sense. I, I was, I was going to tell you how you really was for real, but I got to bless the Lord. I want you to understand this. I want you to understand this. When it gets crazy, embrace it. We was on the highway this morning. Prophetess Reed said, she was talking about the gray that she was finding in her hair. And if you know Prophetess, she's, it's been there for a little bit. She said, but I, I had to embrace it. And I didn't say anything when she said that. And I began to think about how we disrespect God's mercy and grace. We, we go color our hair because we don't want the gray to be seen. But the gray says... I made it. The grace says I made it over something and through something that was bigger than me. The gray gives him glory. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? I, I'm learning. I'm learning. I, it was a time in my life where I couldn't even hug you. Y'all laughed at me when I told you this before, but I want to tell you again. I couldn't even hug you because I had so much Beijing and so much makeup on this beard of mine that, I, that, I, that, that if I hugged you and you had a light shirt, I'd have to hug you and walk away fast because I didn't want you to know I did that to you. <laughs> you hug somebody. And I, but, but Gotta go pray real quick. I'll be back. Yeah. But don't you understand the gray is a testimony that gives God the glory? Amen. Don't you understand that some of the people know all the hell that you've been through? And, and your gray represents, you understand what I'm saying? They say, so you have some people that say the gray represents the wisdom. I don't believe that because I, I know some people that got some grays that's just straight up fools. So, so that, but what the gray tells me for the people of God. 
It's look, 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 look how I've lived long enough for this to happen. I, I don't want to fight another one of God's transitions. You understand what I'm saying to you? I don't want nothing, I don't want nothing mine put, that ain't mine put on my body to make me look better. You understand what I'm saying to you? I want every transition God gives me. Because it just means that, that I've come from one cycle to the next. And he kept me. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And how do you, how do you bless the ultimate blesser? David said, I will bless the Lord at all. How do you bless the ultimate blesser? You bless him with your worship. You, you bless him and, and your worship is not your amen. Your worship is not your running around the building and shouting. Your worship is your lifestyle. Your, 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 your wor you understand what I'm saying to you? When, you? when you see me, you should see the word. <laughs> uh, you hear what I'm saying to you? When you see me, you, you should see the word. When, when, when you see somebody disrespect me, you should see, you should see the word. You, you, you should see, when, you, when somebody disrespects you, they should see, I tell you, remember we used to say this at growth all the time. And when, when somebody come and disrespect you, the first person I got to check is me. Somebody disrespects you, the first person you need to pull to the side is you. They could be sitting there cussing you out and you ought to be in your own mind like, you know what? <laughs> you, begin, see, because you begin to remember the word. I'm wrestling not against flesh and blood. Sometimes when people are talking crazy to you, you got to pull yourself to the side mentally and remember what the word says. This ain't you. This is, this is, the Bible told me in Ephesians 6 verse 12, I don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Oh, so this is a principality. This is a dark place. So I ain't even studying you and what you're saying because I'm too busy checking me. Because how I respond to the situation, it may deliver you. That's where we want to be. When people, when people are saying things about you and lying on you and, and dogging your name and you want to be praying, God, whatever it is that they're going through, free them from it. Whatever it is that's got that nature operating so highly in them, Father, free them from it. It's real easy to, to tell people you love, you love them when you know they love you. But when you can sit back and say, you know what, I love you. I don't know what I've done to you. I don't know why it's like this. I don't agree with what it is that you said that I've done or what you said that I said, but, but I love you nonetheless. And so, 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 so I'm praying whatever's really going on gets worked out. He said, you want to know, you want to know if, if they have me, you'll know it by their love. You know why this church is so special? I'm done. You know why this church is so special? Because it's made up of people in, in this church that could write a book about their life. You could write a book about your life. And it would be interesting because people love negativity, don't they? You know why this church is so special? Because this church is so special because the people that are in here, they've been through some things. And they ain't worried about hiding what they've been through. 
And what makes this church so awesome is that there can be no judgment in this church because from the head down, it's been a trip in life. That's why I don't, that's why I'm still here. The unlikely ones, Pastor Sonia said. She said the unlikely ones. We are the unlikely ones. Some of the people in your life right now, they should have been happy that you came to church. But they can't. Because happiness ain't in them, so how are they going to be happy for you? When you find people telling you that you love them, that they love you, but you watch their lifestyle and you figure out that they don't even love themselves, so if you don't love you, how can you love me? And you got to steer clear of people that don't love themselves because, and I ain't talking about people that are self-absorbed and narcissistic. I'm talking about people that just don't love themselves. They are, they are genuinely unhappy. You got to watch people like that because people like that can't bring anything positive to your life. They can't bring anything. And they don't want you to have anything positive because they feel like they can't have nothing positive. Can I just tell you that everybody ain't your assignment? Can I tell you that some of you fell in love when you were just supposed to be teaching? Some, 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 of, you, some of you slept with your assignment. It was just your assignment. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be nothing else. Some of you lost yourself connected to somebody else. You was where you were supposed to be in God. You were headed to where you were going, were supposed to be in God. And, 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 but but you, you stayed stuck on somebody else. Can I tell you that when you know that you are called by God, you have to watch who you connect yourself with because the enemy will send. He will send people for you. They'll be everything that you want them to be except real. You got to make up in your mind that you're going to bless the Lord. When you concrete that down on your spirit, in your spirit, man, that you're going to bless the Lord, and that his praise will continually be in your mouth, I'm going to tell you something. It gets hard to get played when you're serious like that. It gets hard to, to, to have your heart broken when you're serious about having a praise continually in your mouth for our Savior. When you're for real about your walk with Jesus, it is impossible to get played. Let me back that up with Scripture. Jesus said that when the helper comes, he will lead you into all truth. He said the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. And so if some of you are in here today and you, and you say that you're saved, but you're, but you're in situations that you know that is killing you, you're in situations that you know that you shouldn't be in, I want you to understand you are not, the, the Holy Spirit is not leading you. Because Jesus said, somebody said Jesus said. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will never lead you into anything that is fraudulent. He will never lead you into anything that's going to break your heart. The Holy Spirit will never leave you in anything that's going to take from you. And when you begin to find out or figure out that you're living a life that is, that is unproductive, that is, not, that, that is contrary to the word of God, when you, when you begin to find out that you're taking losses on every hand, hell on every, hell on every side, it, it's not luck. We don't believe in luck. We're saved. We've got the blood. We don't need luck. But when you see that it's chaotic on every side all the time, for those of you that always have something going on, you can never get free, maybe you need to check where you are. And it's okay. It's okay if he gets you. It's okay if he tricked you. But, but, but you got to wake up. You got to open your eyes and see the truth and go, oh, he got me. Let, me. let me get this thing together. Let me get this thing together.